the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith, where the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and the challenges facing today's church. And we are live, live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell, and we're inviting you to call in with your questions, your comments, and your concerns Our toll-free number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's 1-888-367-5329. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone and let us know what's on your mind. Again, the number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. Well, in the Bible, one of the most terrifying and horrifying scriptures is found in 2 Thessalonians 2 and verse 11, where it says, God shall send them strong delusions. Question, what does the phrase strong delusions mean? And what can you do to avoid falling into this trap, whether you are in the church or whether you're outside of the church? We want you to join us now as we come to part 11 in this series entitled, Why Does God Send Strong Delusions? Stay tuned, for we are not pretending. We are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that uh, introduction. And we want to thank everybody out there for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we know that you're going to be blessed by the program tonight. Well, we come to, as Brother Gary said, uh, part 11 in this series, Strong Delusions. And I want to talk about strong delusions uh, tonight, according to Ezekiel and King David, because the people in the Old Testament spent a lot of time off and on talking about strong delusions, even though they didn't use the terms that The New Testament does, under the Apostle Paul, it's insinuated in their teachings, and it applies to the same principle. So we want you to get your pens out and your paper and make sure that you get these scriptures down. Um, Here is another example of a strong delusion in the Old Testament, and they are all over the place in the Old Testament. Ezekiel, he represents an instrument of God and a spokesman for God. And God spoke to and through Ezekiel something very heavy and profound. If you look at Ezekiel chapter 20 and verse 25, Ezekiel chapter 20 and verse 25, we see here that it says, the text says, Wherefore I gave them... Notice the statues that were not good. In this verse of Scripture, 
Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 25, I gave them the statues. In the Hebrew, it's really talking about these various images that were contrary to God, that they were not good. That's what Ezekiel is saying, that God gave them, notice, these images that were not good. (laughs) You know, sometimes you can just keep walking away from God and walking away from God and get baked in your decisions to rebel against God, and God will just bake those decisions for you to do evil in your decisions because he's been warning you over and over and over, and he'll just give you up to your own ways, to your own wicked ways, to your own disaster. That's a terrible state to be in. God is saying several terrifying and horrifying things that we all need to pay close attention to. God is saying at least three terrifying things through and by Ezekiel. And I want you to get these three points down that he's saying to Ezekiel. Number one, when his own people became bent and determined not to listen to God's laws, and then God said, I will honor their exercise of their wicked and sick volitional choices. Wow, that's a pretty heavy thing. That's what God is saying in essence to uh, Ezekiel in Ezekiel 20 and 25 in the Hebrew. God will allow you to exercise your wicked and sick volitional choices. This depicts the strong delusions that's upon our world today and everywhere we turn. Transgender stuff. I mean, you think about that stuff and you say to yourself, in the word of God, this is nothing but from the enemy and from the pits of hell. Homosexuality, lesbianism, and fornication, adultery, pornography, And you can keep rebelling against God, and God will just honor the exercise of your wicked and sick heart and your volitional choices and bake you into those decisions. You don't want to go there. Number two, God is saying, because they have rejected my laws on a consistent basis, I will permit them to follow their own ways of idolatry paganism in the worship of these dead statues and images that they will believe that the God that they're serving is right. And they will even believe that those gods that they are serving will bless them. Now, God will allow the sick twistedness of their sick and twisted hearts and minds to just have its way. And I believe we're living in a world today that's that way. All the way in every aspect of our lives today, even in some churches today, it's that way. People, There are some people in churches that are twisted, twisted theologically, twisted socially, twisted regarding the God of the Bible, twisted regarding the Bible, twisted. They're just twisted. And they're left to their own self-destructive ends. 
Number three, in other words, Ezekiel 20 and 25 is teaching that, that since they have rejected God's laws, they, that, that will turn them away from sin, and God is going to allow them, the Jews, to live in that sin as if the thing that they're doing in the sin is right. Don't we have this in our world today? I mean, people believing that they weren't born uh, a male, but they were born a female or vice versa, making all these homosexual choices. Look at the terrorism of our world today. People are making these wicked decisions because they've been baked so long in those volitional twisted choices that God says, I'm going to back up and let you have your way. And they think that the sin that they're doing, they're glorying in the sin. They're glorifying the sin. And they don't know the differences between the law of God and sin. Now, so they are so far away from God that they can't tell the difference. And we look at our world today. <laughs> Isn't it sad today that we have now the legalization of marijuana in our world today? And, you know, this is the gateway drug to all the other drugs. They've told you, people for the longest, unless you're under medical supervision, that this stuff can mess up your brain cells, it's going to affect your your decision-making, and yet this is part of man being left to themselves. When they started this thing of, uh, of marrying a man with a man and a woman with a woman, I said, this is the beginning of the deep deterioration of our world. And now we're saying the legalization of marijuana, the gateway drug to all of the. And you think the crimes are bad now with uh, DUIs and on the roads? We're going to see an increase in that now. An increase in people going to jail and prisons and losing their minds and dying. This is the strong delusions that's blinding people. And then we live in a world of postmodernism where this means that they don't believe in a divine absolute. And they replace the divine absolute with idolatry, paganism, immorality, and the new age thinking and worshiping the Mother Earth and global climate mentality and moving further and further away from the Bible and never saying This is what thus says the Lord. This is what the Word of God says. That's the authority today. That's the authority. And the the, the Word of God is the authority that, that we should line up, be in alignment to every decision that we make. If we don't do that, our decisions are demonic. And it's gonna, we're going to get judged because Billy Graham was right when he said, if God doesn't judge America, he had to apologize for what he did to Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, let me summarize this and bring it at home. King David, in Psalms 81 and verse 12, you want to write this down, Psalms 81 and verse 12. This is a strong delusional scripture here in Psalms 81 and 12. He says, so I gave them up 
unto their own hearts lust. Notice that. So I gave them up unto their own hearts lust, and they walked in their own counsel. That's what's happening. You know, it says in the in the uh, Genesis and then and also Judges that man got to the point where they did what was right in their own eyes. Isn't that what's happening today? And Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating and drinking and fornicating and homosexuality going on with Sodom and Gomorrah, and we're living in that day and age today before the return of Jesus. So he says in Psalms 81 and 12, So I gave them up unto their own hearts' lust, and they walked in their own counsels. So let me go after this this word here, their own lust. In other words, God allowed them to go into their own stubbornness, their own wicked heart, and to walk in the ways of their wicked counsel. Yes, that's what God is saying here. So we see this in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 10 through 12. Romans 1, verses 24 through 28. God allowed them and gave them up to a reprobate mind. And that's what's happening today in our world all around us. And people are saying, why are people making these decisions? Why are they doing this? Why are they raping children? Why are they killing people? Why are they doing violent things? Why is uh, the police acting this way and, you know, lawlessness in our world? Because God has given them up to strong delusions, and it leads to a reprobate mind. That's what's happening in our world today. Look at the Word of God, and then look at the world around us. It's deteriorating, falling apart. And so we need to turn to God. My message tonight in conclusion here, we need to repent. We need to turn to God. And as it says in Chronicles, my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked way. Then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. The land today needs to be healed, but we need to repent and turn back to the word of God. That's what we need to do. Turn back to the word of God, because when they did it in the Old Testament, revivals broke out. You want a revival to break out? People in the churches need to turn back to the Word of God and people outside the church. And we will see a revival happen in our world today. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches regarding strong delusions as it relates to Ezekiel and King David. Brother Gary. All right. Well, it's time for us to take a commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is one 888 F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone. Give us a call. Once again, that number is one eight 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 F-O-R-K-F-A-X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area Pastor, Lecturer, Counselor, and Expert on the Cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you tonight. That number is one eight eight eight. F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone and give us a call right now. We still have plenty of time in the broadcast to entertain your questions, your comments, your concerns. If you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. Again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. And we want to begin 
uh, by thanking everyone who has been praying for this ministry. We also want to thank those who gave over the past week. We've only had two donors, uh, Jackie and Rick, but we just thank God for you. We want to remind everyone that it costs us 400 a week to stay on the air. We are listener-supported, so we need your help, and we need your support. It takes more than just two folks giving to keep this ministry going. We need everybody to step up to the plate and help us through your prayers and through your financial support. We don't want you to have to turn on the radio one Saturday night and find out that we've gone off the air because we didn't have enough funds to stay on. If you've been blessed by the program, we want to just have you consider uh, becoming a partner with us to keep this vital ministry on the air. Um, We can't do this with just two people per week donating. As it stands now, we have this week's payment, but not enough for next week's program. So we need your help. There's two ways you can give. First, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith. P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California. That's spelled T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith. Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way is so much easier. Simply go onto your computer, your laptop, your tablet. Go online to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org, and click on the Donate button, and it's that simple. You'll be a blessing for time and eternity. You know, many of you have been listening, and Dr. Buckner mentioned last week we've been on the air uh, for nine years now. And so many of you have been listening nine years, and many of you even beyond that when we were on the air uh, prior. But many of you have been listening for a very long time, yet have never, ever considered giving anything. Well, now is the time. Uh, if you have any doubts, you know, let me just squash them right now. Uh, now is the time. God is speaking to your heart, and we just want you to obey that word and consider partnering with us financially so that we can keep this vital ministry on the air and beyond. You know, we believe God can <clears throat> do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. And that we're on one night, maybe it becomes two, maybe it becomes three, becomes four days, five days a week. Who knows what God can do when people catch fire and catch the vision. It's so vital that uh, if you've been blessed by contending for the faith, that you continue to keep us in your prayers. And as God has blessed you to be able to give, do so. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary, for those announcements. And we... Do want to appreciate everybody out there for just uh, stepping up to the plate and helping us to be here every Saturday. We come from a long ways, and we really um, are convicted to uh, do this ministry because God has called us to do it. But like I said last week, you know, a ministry is like a vehicle, and uh, the gas that's put in it is the money that people support the ministry with, and the vehicle can't go anywhere unless gas is put in it. So help us to not only go to the Bay Area and minister, but minister all across the world for Christ. Brother Gary, let's get to uh, some of our callers. All right. <clears throat> We're going to go to Brother Rick on line one. Brother Rick, how are you doing? 
I'm blessed. How about yourself? Well, the truly blessed here, just uh, preaching and teaching the word on the strong delusion, and I trust that you got a chance to hear that. Yeah, I just wanted to share something interesting that was uh, related to that. Last Sunday, I got to watch the Golden Globe Awards, uh, you know, and all the sticks with the women wearing black. Mm-hmm. But the per- but the person that most interested me was not Oprah Winfrey, not just about running for president and all that kind of jazz. But one of the things that she said really made an impact with me. Mm-hmm. She mentioned it's about your truth. She wants all of us to share our truth. Mm-hmm. She mentions nothing about the truth. Amen. Because we know that Ophra is not in following the truth. She is into the New Age uh, teaching and uh so she's far away from following Jesus Christ, and uh, I think uh, Seal, the singer, is under a lot of uh, uh, persecution now because he's come out and uh, stated that uh, Oprah and a lot of people in uh, uh, Hollywood is a double-standard people because they knew for a long time what Weinstein was doing and said nothing about it until it just started breaking out. And then Syl was able to show some pictures of her uh, kissing uh, Weinstein on the side of the cheeks. So his point was it's a double standard. And I have to agree with that And because I believe that God is whipping everybody in Hollywood and trying to get them to the holy wood of the Word of God. That's what they need to do is turn to the Lord because nothing is going to solve these problems and the problems we're having in our world until we turn to Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, re- and really, Mike, it's not just the Hollywood crowd, because it's just the everyday. It's just the everyday crowd, and and sometimes I just pray that many more of us speak up. Absolutely. Well, thank and you so. Just, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, thank you so much for your your call, and uh, we trust that. Uh, Again, you got blessed out of the message. How did the message minister to you? Yeah, I think what it did to me was it, it really, what it realized to me is like uh, this has been an issue long before Paul talked about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, David talks about it. And when somebody says, uh, you know, another religion has, doesn't mention anything about sin, and I remember a rabbi said that to me. I said, you go to Psalm 51. And David talks about sin. And, uh, you know, it's the same thing with, like, uh, you know, strong delusions. We see we see those examples. And Ezekiel, there's a, there's a lot of examples. And uh, it, it's, 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 I mean, it really gets into the, um, I mean, people, I mean, people just uh, are in, in, in a total state of denial. And, uh, and and what we always pray for is not so much that God whips us. We pray that God does not give us up. Mm-hmm. Because and that's more, giving us, God giving us up is much more terrifying than getting whipped. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, you hit it right on the nose, Brother Rick. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your call and uh, just your additional words of wisdom. And we trust some people out there got blessed by it. So uh, keep listening in, and uh, we'll keep you in our prayers, and, and, and just give us an update quickly before we get to some more callers on your status physically. 
Well, physically, right now, both of my uh, legs are in a, in a cat are in cast. Uh, it looks like my left foot is healing. It should the cast should be off in a couple of weeks. The right foot should probably take about maybe another uh, six to eight weeks. All right, and uh, that's what that's what stands right now. It's just getting rid of these diabetic ulcers, getting into some good shoes so I can walk normally again. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to have a word of prayer over that, Rick. Yeah, we need to pray around that right now. Yes. <clears throat> Lord, we just thank you for Brother Rick. We thank you for his faithfulness to this ministry over the many, many years. And, Lord God, we just pray over his feet right now that you would bring healing to them. Lord God, that you would take care of the problems with these diabetic ulcers, Lord God. Lord God, we know that sometimes we need more than a good doctor. We need a great physician. And you are that great physician. You've never lost a case. And so we just lift Brother Rick up to you. We pray that you would just allow your healing virtue to flow through his body, strengthen him, and encourage him, Lord God, through all of these different situations, Lord God, that you would stand with him, Lord God, that you would give him a a special sense of your presence in his life in his home where he is, Lord God, that you will, your word ring in his mind, that you'll never leave him nor forsake him, and that you'll be with him always, even to the end of the age. Lord, give him that assurance, give him that confidence, and give him that perfect peace which surpasses all understanding to guard his heart and his mind through Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Gary. I, I, need, I needed that. Amen. Amen. That's been but, sent uh, up. You know, that's been sent up, and we know God has answered those prayers. And uh, keep us posted on, on your status. All right, and thank you so much. You got it. Thank you for your call as well. God bless. Amen. All right, Brother Gary. All right, I guess we're going to go to Brother C.C. and uh, been waiting patiently. How are you doing, C.C.? Hey, how you guys doing? We're truly blessed All right. and highly favored. We're not only just blessed, we're doubly blessed and triply blessed in the Lord. Yes, you guys are. Amen. Just, just, just to uh, be a part of uh, hearing this ministry. How did the How did the Word of God speak to you tonight? Well, it actually brought it home again because I mean, you you went you went um, theologically, but you also uh, made a lot of practical points too in terms of that. And, and I, I believe that you are definitely being led by God. I know you're being led by God and. It's like you said, is that they rejected his laws, and people are given to these strong delusions. Because I mean, like you said, a lot of people they see they they were actually like if you say, hey, you know, it's wrong for a, a man to marry a man. You have people who are actually really ready to rip your throat off for, for for that. They they get angry at you for not supporting, you know, the gay community. What they do, and, and it's not that I'm the try to put a gay person as being less of a person, but we, we're dealing with this from a biblical standpoint of view, and that's and God intended for a man to marry woman. You know what I'm saying? Not man to marry man, and nobody has, has the right to do that. So, I, And just to see, like you said, the, these delusions people are giving over to thinking these things are, are, are okay and they're, they're all right, and I strongly believe, as you said, by them rejecting God, they've been giving over these strong delusions, and it, it brings suffering, heartache, pain. Like you said, I just I think about told my friend the other day. Um, just think about how the morgue is being piled up with bodies that wouldn't be there for the decisions they make. That you actually end up losing your life. I mean, this is this is really serious. And then if you don't, like you said, if you don't 
have a relationship with God, you got to burn in hell for eternity. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you brought it home. Amen. Appreciate that. It's always good to hear the input coming from the people. And uh, yeah. yes, thank you so much. And uh, do we have thank enough time you. before the commercial break? I think so. All right, good. Uh, so let's get into uh, your question. What's on your heart tonight? I want to ask you about the prophet, prophecy in Daniel chapter nine twenty four. Yes. You have your Bible there? Yes, I do. Okay, why don't you uh, read 9 and 24? It says, 70 weeks are determined upon your people and upon the holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, and to bring an everlasting righteousness, to seal up the vision and the prophecy and anoint the most holy. And, of course, I know you can't get into, you know, just the whole thing. You can just give me like a sound bite. I know there's a lot in that verse. Oh, yes, a lot in this verse. It it really is. And just let me give you a snippet, uh, kind of something to think about, and then you can do some additional homework around it, uh, because this is some pretty deep stuff, and you have to uh, have your math uh, hats on and uh, uh, your practical hat and your biblical hat. But let me just kind of give you a Reader's Digest condensation of this. Um. It talks about 70 weeks from until, and uh, these are um, uh, weeks of years. A lot of people think it's it's like uh, weeks of days, but it's weeks of years. So make a note of that. These are weeks of years, whereas weeks of days were described in a different way uh, in Daniel 10 and and 2 and 3. Uh, The time span... Uh, from the time of Artaxerxes' uh, Xerxes decree to rebuild Jerusalem in 445 B.C. And you can look at um, uh, Nehemiah 2 and verse uh, 1 through 8, which leads to the Messiah's kingdom. uh, And that's something important to to understand, at least to the Messiah's kingdom. And you can compare to that... Jude 1, and then the seven weeks or uh, 49 years possibly closing uh, Nehemiah's career in the rebuilding of the street and wall, as well as the end of the uh, ministry of the Malachi and the close of the Old Testament. And so you have the 62 weeks or 434 more years for a total of 483 years to the first advent of the Messiah. Uh, This was fulfilled at the triumphant entry of the nine Nisan in A.D. 30. So uh, so that's important, too. And you can look at Matthew uh, 21, verses 1 through 11. The Messiah will be, what it talks about, will be cut off. And this is a common reference to his death. Uh, And so the final seven years or 70 week of the time of of the Antichrist, that's when the Antichrist will come. And the last um, uh, three years of the seven years period. And um, 
and then the Antichrist will come and he will destroy the city of Jerusalem and its temple. Uh, and that, uh, you know, so it's quite interesting looking at all of this. You have to do a lot of math and you have to do a lot of homework and use commentaries and get behind the meanings of it and stuff like that. So hopefully that kind of helped you out a little bit. Uh, if not, you can always get the the CD and kind of go over it more, more um, you know, uh, you know, just slower. Okay, hopefully that helped you. Yeah, I did. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And you have any prayer requests? Yes, you can pray for my family again, um, my mother, Rosalinda, me, my family, and however, however you guys like to pray. And then also I want to pray for Kevin Hart and his marriage that so he can, you know, stay faithful to his wife. Of course, they need Christ as well. And um, I want to pray for his marriage. And then um, the Dwayne Johnson. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, I think The Rock, I want to pray for him as well, too. Amen. All righty. Well, let's uh, go before the Lord in prayer on these prayer requests, Brother Gary. Lord, we just <clears throat> thank you that you are a uh, merciful God. We just thank you for the times, Lord God, that we have been able to cry out to you. And we know with confidence that we can come before the throne of grace and that you hear our prayer and that you have mercy upon us. And we lift up Brother Cece, his his mom and family. We pray that you continue to bless them, strengthen them, and encourage them, that you keep him as he begins this new year and keep him in good health, keep his spirits up, Lord God, and help him to move forward in victory in every area of his life. Lord, we pray for these celebrities, Lord God, Kevin Hart and his marriage, uh, Dwayne Johnson. And we just pray, Lord God, that over this situation in Hollywood where there is, where God is shaking the foundations uh, of, of people's morality, and it's high time. And we just uh, pray for folks that, Lord God, as a result of all of this stuff, that they would recognize their need for you, Lord God, that people would get right, that people would change and go in a different direction and head towards you and not away from you like they've been going to that place of strong delusion. Lord God, we thank you, praise you, and give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Gary, for that prayer. And when we think about uh, Hollywood today and the way people are, you know, divorcing, uh, like left and right, and jumping in bed with whoever, uh, and the flesh just having its way, uh, this uh, Weinstein thing is just... uh, the uh, sowing what uh, people are reaping. You know, they're reaping what they've sown, and it's not just with him, but it's people doing all sorts of crazy things, even Kevin Hart and others. But when you emphasize the flesh and you don't have the Word of God as the uh, authority and Jesus as the supreme authority, uh, things are going to go haywire, and God is shaking up things, and somebody needs to be a voice. I kind of challenge Denzel, who's a Christian, and some others who's in Hollywood to give a voice to say to these people, turn to the Word of God. <clears throat> turn to God. They need to do that because that's their only, our only hope in, in dealing with this sinful world that we're living in. Uh, yeah, so Brother Gary. All right. Well, it's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open, and we want to hear from you. That number is one eight eight eight. F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Grab that phone. Give us a call. We still have about 12 minutes left in the broadcast to entertain your questions, your comments, or if you need prayer, we want to pray with you. Again, the number is one eight 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 
F-O-R-K-F-A-X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 Don't be shy. Grab the phone. We still have a little bit of time left to entertain your questions, your comments, your concerns. If you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. That number again is one eight 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 F O R K F A X, and we just want to remind everybody that it is time. It is now is the time. Uh, we want to encourage you to continue to, to pray for contending for the faith. Continue to partner with us financially here because we need your help right now. Um, we've only had two folks give over the last uh, week. And it takes a lot more than two to keep this this broadcast on the air. And so if God has blessed you to, to receive a blessing from us over these nine years that we've been on the air uh, this last go-round, um, and you are able to be a blessing financially, then it's time for you to do so. Step up to the plate and hit a home run for contending for the faith. Uh, we need your prayers always, always. Scripture says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much, and we believe that. We always covet your prayers, but we also need your help financially to continue to provide reasons and answers for faith right here on KFAX. It's a, it's vitally important that if God has blessed you and he's moving upon your heart, then listen to the Lord. You know, um, I talk about all the time where we have ordered things off of eBay, you know, especially over the holiday season. But let me tell you something. God has something better than eBay, Dr. Buckner. It's called obey. And we need to obey God as he moves upon our hearts, particularly by his spirit when it comes to giving. If he's moving upon your heart and you know it, then be obedient and step up to the plate and partner with us. Those funds are not just disappearing. They're going into time and eternity ahead of you, and uh, you're storing up riches in heaven. At the same time, you're being a blessing to those who are listening to this broadcast. And I believe one day when you stand before God, he's going to say, take a look behind you, and you'll see a vast multitude of people. And you'll say, Lord, who are these folks? And he's going to tell you, "These these are souls that are here in heaven. Because of your giving, it's a powerful thing when we partner with God. It's a powerful thing when we obey God. So we want to, we just want to challenge you tonight that if you have never given to contending for the faith, now's the time. We need your help. There's two ways to give. Simply uh, address a, a check or money order to contending for the faith. Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California. 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Or the easiest way is to go online to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org. Hit the donate button, and it's that simple. You will be a blessing for time and eternity. And some of you are thinking, well, I don't have that much. Well, you know, we always say many hands make light work. So as you may just think, well, I just have a widow's might. Well, if God can take that widow's might and and he can multiply it, 
you know, whatever the Lord puts on your heart, just be obedient to give. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. That's a good word there. And we know we got to come up with 400 for the uh, this coming, uh, the following week. Uh, so we're going to trust people to step up uh, to the plate and do that and, and some. All right, let's get to, uh, I believe it's Deborah. Yep. Right. Deborah, how you doing? Um, hanging in there. Well, keep the faith. You know, don't let anything take your faith. It's, uh, uh, the enemy may attack you in so many different ways, and, and that's what Jesus said to Peter. He says, Simon, Simon, uh, Satan desires a syphious wheat, but I prayed for you that your faith faileth not. Don't let your faith fail. Keep your faith strong. Ask God for a great faith, not just a little faith, but a great faith. There's different types of faiths in the Bible. Uh, there's some people who had no faith. Some people had little faith. But there were others who had great faith. So we pray that God will continue to give you great faith in the midst of all the things you're going through physically. Well, thank you. I I believe that he has. Um, I've always supported you, as you know, even before you were on the air before this time. So, because I believed that God was leading you and guiding you, and I still do. So, I will help you when I can. The problem is getting somebody to write checks for me so um, I can send them in and uh, or to address envelopes for me because I can't do it for myself. Yeah, we'll keep keep you in prayer on that and uh, continue to communicate with Rick, and we, we'll see where we go from there. But uh, what's on your heart tonight? You have a, a question well, or a concern? Yeah, there was a question that, that that I heard at 12 midnight a couple nights ago about the secret name of God. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, I think it's a Christian cult. They say God. It's called the secret name of God. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them, and there's all sorts of secret name groups for God all over the place, and uh, you know where they are trying to come up with God's name, you know, being this and being that from the Old Testament, um, and even the Hebrew, Black Hebrew uh, group Israelite uh, claim to. Uh, his name to be uh, a Hebrew name and not uh, any other name. And the thing is, what I try to tell people when they get into all of that, uh, God's name is this and God's name is that, that's the thing that the devil uses to lead people astray because they get caught into linguistics and they need to get caught up into the first L, which is the Lord. Jesus said in Philippians chapter 2, in the Kenosis passage, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that to my name, right, that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So he, you know, the Apostle Paul is speaking through, uh, the Lord is speaking through the Apostle Paul and saying the name that we need to be focused on is calling on the name of Jesus. So we stand before him, and we don't know Jesus, and we're getting caught up into all these different names and that sort of thing. Uh, Jesus is going to say, well, well, wait, wait a minute. What about my name? Did you know me? Did you know me? And 
And then that's why he says in Matthew 7, depart from me, I never knew you. Because the big issue today is not getting caught up into all the different types of names of God. And there's a, there's a group, the Hebrew nationalism group, uh, called themselves the original Jews, and they get into all the Hebrew names. And they're so ignorant of the Word of God because when Alexander the Great conquered the world, uh, the world at that time became a Greco-Roman world. I mean, this is something people need to understand. It became a Greco-Roman world. And by the time Jesus came on the scene, uh, that's when, uh, you know, prior to that was the Septuagint. Prior to that, the Septuagint was the Old Testament, notice, translated into Greek. So all the people during Jesus' time were speaking uh, the Greek or Aramaic, little forms of Aramaic, forms a little bit of Hebrew, but mainly they were speaking the Greek language. So the issue right now is, do you know Jesus? I mean, because you're going to have to confess him when you stand before Jesus, before him and know him, because every knee will bow to Jesus and that name. And you notice also uh, that uh, Peter said in Acts chapter uh, 4 that, uh, you know, uh, that uh, they could, we need to call upon the name, you know, that neither is there salvation in any other, for there's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Who is that name? The name of Jesus. No other name but the name of Jesus. And so when people start to get caught up into all these different names, bring them back to the ultimate name that they're going to have to stand before the judge, which is Jesus, and give an account to him. And they better know him. They better not only have insurance, they better have assurance in Jesus Christ. Were you there? Hello, Deborah? We lost her. Okay. Gary, why don't you dovetail off of some of the things I said here? Um, you know. Well, I think, you know what? Bring it home. <laughs> Do we have time for Jermaine? Let's oh, Jermaine. Said, okay, let's, let's take Jermaine. All right, rather than me dovetailing. Yes, <laughs> we'll get you. We'll get you in the future. I'll get my dovetailing next time. Jermaine, <laughs> are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How hey. you doing, my brother? Oh, very well. Good to hear you guys again. Yes, haven't talked with you since last year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's been a while. Yeah, don't stay away so long. I, I know well, he's well, tried I to get in. Yeah, what what's on your heart? We only have a few few uh, minutes here. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll to continue next week. But um, you know, uh, first of all, just great to hear you guys again. I'm, I'm just glad you're going strong, and I uh, continue to pray and support the program. And then also, I uh, just wanted to hear your opinion on on other Earth ages. I know some teachers will point to certain parts of Scripture, and they'll, they'll just basically say like they they believe that there were other ages on the Earth before what we know of, and uh, when I was a big science geek, I used to try and pay attention to the fossil record and think I knew everything and thought maybe evolution has some support, but they keep finding things that contradicted, except the people who contradicted, when you go against the norm, they want to say you're crazy. But I, I know they uh, recently had found something in Turkey, uh, a site that was older than what they believed was recorded history that was maybe twelve to 15,000 years old, and it was obvious that they were far more advanced than they thought. I just wanted to hear... Uh, your opinion on that, I, I know we'll probably have to continue in the next week. Yes, well, th that's something that well, I want you to call me 
about next week, and we can continue more on that. But just let me say this as a as an opening. Uh, a lot of this stuff uh, falls, too, around the gap theory because there were people that believed that uh, there were people that uh, lived before Adam uh, and Eve, and and then they there are those who are evolutionists try to argue that dinosaurs lived way before uh, Adam and Eve, and uh, that's what they try to uh, argue. But all of that stuff is uh, debunked if you look at uh, Romans 5, and because it, it makes it very clear that the first man was Adam. He was the first man. Uh, there was no other man. Uh, the Apostle Paul makes it very clear that the first man uh, was Adam. And then uh, this whole thing about the uh, dinosaurs and stuff like that, it's important for us to understand that dinosaurs lived during the time of uh, Adam and Eve. And because, I'm going to say this in closing, death came in the world with sin. So to say that dinosaurs lived before Adam and they died, it contradicts the whole principle of first man brought death into the world, Adam. Okay, we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for your call. All right. Well, we've come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast. We'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, Frederick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us. So please drop us a note. Let us know how the program has blessed you. Uh, Please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.